This is the Real Person Podcast. So, President of the United States is not being so secret squirrel, is he? Like he's literally telling everybody directly what's going on, how it's happening, and and what we're going to do about things. Like he's putting it all out there. If you just basically read, just like take a step back from all the other drama and all the other bullshit and all the left-wing media and everything else you think you know, if you just read what's going on, you'll understand that there's no secret squirrel mission in what he's saying. He's telling everybody directly that he wants the Fed, he wants the Fed to quit fucking with the interest rates. I mean, he can't literally put on Twitter as the president of the United States, hey, Fed, quit fucking with the interest rates. That would probably be a bad tweet. Someone would probably not like the fact that the president tweeted that. But what he did tweet was exactly the right amount of information for the American people to understand what he wants you pissed off about. And you should be pissed off about it because he's explained before. Essentially, every time the Fed massages those interest rates, they're costing you up to $3 trillion in value. $3 trillion, with a T, not a B. People don't understand why that number is important because remember what we've talked about many, many, many times. The president told you his plan for solving the debt is grow our way out of it. And what has he done? He has increased the value in our company, er, sorry, in our country, it is a company, but in our country, of $12 trillion. $12 trillion. So that tells you the increased tax revenue on $12 trillion moving in the economy is definitely going to fix some debt problems that we have. But if he can get the Fed to do the opposite of what they've done, they've raised the interest rates nine times. If he can get them to lower the interest rates by one time, once, you'll see what happens. We will increase and decrease our debt at the same, we'll increase our uh, GDPs and uh, decrease our debt at the same time. Why does he want this to happen now? Well, there's a lot of reasons. Number one is that it will solve our debt before 2020. You'll, you'll see a balanced budget before 2020 if we can do that. If we could do, if we could go back to Obama era standards, uh, you'd watch that happen really fucking quickly, like within a quarter. But <clears throat> what do we need to know about the economy right now? Well, we just, the lowest quarter, the smallest quarter, traditionally, of every single year, just completed. Every single year, the first quarter is always the slowest. And what was our GDP? Our GDP growth was 3.2%. Now I want you to understand that Obama never reached 1% GDP on an annual projected number. 
We just set the worst number we're going to see all year. We're likely. I shouldn't say it is. I should say we're likely. We just set the worst number we're likely to see all year. So what do you think's about to happen to the stock market, everybody? Oh, guess what? About at least uh, at least five to ten new records are going to happen this year. Five to ten new records will happen this year. The economy is going to grow this year. What does that ultimately mean? How does this play out? Well, for one, our 401ks are doing fucking fantastic. For two, uh, American uh, uh, wages are going to continue to rise because our population is not going to outpace the job growth. It just won't won't happen. In June, don't forget, we're going to have new uh, new em- potential employees enter the market with graduating high school students and graduating college students. So that number is going to be offset by growth. So we're still going to get an increase in wages at the same time as we're going to get an increase to our economy at the same time as we're going to set records in the stock market at the same time as we're going to get an interest rate at least at least stagnant. Because that's one thing the Fed has already announced. No more increases for this year. That's what the Fed has said. They said it already. They've already announced no more increases this year. Now, they could break their word at any time. Don't get me wrong. I understand those things. But I want you to see how things are stacking up. They're stacking up that we just set the lowest at 3.2%, which means, that's right. There you go, Rowdy Mo. That's exactly where I was going which means that the number for the years is going to be over 3% GDP for the whole year. That's a big number. It's probably going to be more like 3.4, 3.5%. Now, a lot of people don't see the difference, right? You'll say, well, 3.4% is the same number as Joe Blow did, you know, 5, 10, 15, 20 years ago. But there's a big difference because what the numbers are. Think about it like this. 1% of a billion dollars, well, let's make it easier. 1% of, you know, a million dollars versus 1% of a trillion dollars. Now, expand that number by, what is it, 20, 120, like about $120 trillion. And then how how big a percentage is a point when you start talking about 0.1%. It's massive amounts of money. It's in the billions of dollars, billions of dollars in tax revenue. But all of that aside, here's the, the, the real big statistic that really, truly matters. The huge statistic in an upswing economy, in a positive economy, the incumbent president wins 65% of the time. Just on that metric alone, just that single metric of the economy. of the time. When the economy is experiencing growth, the metric moves up to 85% of the time. That metric moves up to 85% of the time. What? It's the economy stupid. It's the economy stupid. Uh, If you missed it, it's the economy stupid. And these people are trying to distract from that. In fact, uh, Joe Biden, Joe Biden just said, tried to distract and say that our economy, 
uh, doesn't matter. Somehow, somehow for the first time in history, the economy doesn't matter the way it's going because it's not going the way that the Dems want it to go. It's incredible what the Dems are going to try to do to us. So that's why it's important for us to not rest on our laurels, to not sit here and just say, ah, we're going to win. We're going to win. Nah, no worries. Don't worry about it, brah. We're going to win. Now, every time you hear these leftist, socialist Democrats try to steal the soul of this country, you stand up and you fight for the soul of this country. Because that's the one thing I agree. I agree with Biden on. Who's floral? <laughs> that's the one thing I agree with Biden on. This is a fight for the soul of this country. It literally is. Are we as a country going to allow demons to kill our children post-birth? Are we going to allow the demons to enslave us, destroy our futures for our children, take away our First Amendment, Second Amendment, Fourth Amendment right? Or are we going to stand up for the soul of this country and return it to the Constitution? Now, notice I said return it to the Constitution because we're not living in constitutional times. The Congress of the United States is subpoenaing private records of Donald Trump's grandchildren. They are subpoenaing information they have no right to, no constitutional authority over, no power to do. No power to do what they're doing, and they've done it. They have sent a subpoena, and here's the best part. You want to know how in bed the corporate slayers are with the demon rats? Citibank said, yeah, we'll send you those. A private company agreed to the tyranny of our government, knowing full damn well that Congress has no authority to do what they're asking for. Knowing that there are privacy in banking laws that absolutely forbid what they are doing. And they're doing it anyways. That is tyranny. That is what tyranny looks like. The rich and powerful stepping on anyone that they don't like. All the way up to the President of the United States. If they can get away with this shit against him, you're in deep fucking shit, people. You are in deep, deep shit. That being said, we need to make sure that we're fighting for the right things out here in America. We need to make sure we are standing up for each other. Even the ones we disagree with. We need to make sure that our voices are being heard wide and far. On a good, positive, upswing note as we leave 
this scope today. The cabal is getting arrested. <laughs> I, I'm going to tell you this in one small anecdotal way, because I cannot, we cannot point to it in 100% certitude. But I want to, so I'll explain a little something. Everybody knows I have a relationship with Director Mike. Director Mike keeps his fucking mouth shut on anything he cannot talk about. When certain stories break and you suddenly see him saying things that don't necessarily add up to the mainstream media's stuff, and he's suddenly quoting a s obscure source, just one that's out in the boondocks that you would be like, where's that source from? Who the hell is that? But you suddenly see director Mike talking about that source. Remember who he is. That he's not a conspiracy guy. That he's not a fringe person. That he doesn't pull shit out of his ass. And I'm pretty sure almost everything he says we've been able to back up at a short amount of time after he said them. And suddenly today, he's talking about that obscure story from an obscure website that says John Brennan is about to go down. So, for me, I connect two dots. And I say, well, so Brennan's in deep shit. <laughs> so, there you go. That's my story, and I'm sticking to it. I love you guys. You guys are awesome. I will see you again. What the hell day is today? Tuesday. I will see you again tomorrow. Uh, and don't forget the Daily Boogies. Probably coming on next. Uh, yesterday, I know he took a day off. If he takes another day off, we're going to make sure he must be on maternity leave or something like that. But I will see you guys soon. Aloha. Everybody have a great day. You've been listening to The Real Person Podcast. Follow James on Twitter at Real Person P-L-T-C-S.